Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. We're back. Best Bet Show presented by Field of 68 and Bet Rivers, the three-man weave on a Tuesday. Folks, we're excited to be here once again this week. Feast week. Uh, Jim, one of the best weeks of college basketball so many good tournaments going on. The Maui's happening. PK 85's coming up. The battle for Atlantis. Uh, it's all so wonderful. Jim, takeaways from yesterday from the opening of Maui or anything else that you saw? I will start with Kai. It sounded like you had a slight hesitation before you said Tuesday. And I want to confirm. Yes. I have no idea what day it is either. Uh-huh. Yesterday felt like a weekend to me, partially because I had a couple of beers during the USA game. Hey. Uh, and then I had to had to come back and grind out some work at the during the nighttime but man yeah feast week it just all kind of collapses in on itself uh, my takeaway from college hoops yesterday maui overs everybody's favorite mm-hmm. bet they're back are they back three and one yesterday rather impressive performance for them again that now brings them up to 27 and 29 the last five plus tournaments at lahaina so it's not free money but they were close to it yesterday matt do you know the only team that prevented it from a clean sweep no Louisville. Louisville could not score. What do you know? Uh, I believe that's the only game that did not get over the total. We'll see if that happens again today. We'll talk Maui games, Matt, but that's my takeaway. Maui Maui Overs might be back. Uh, Jim, we'll see. Um, I'm a little disappointed with our USA soccer program for a disappointing final 45 minutes. Kai, we always Mm -hmm. bemoan second half collapses with the teams we back. It was sort of a same sad song with our, uh, our foot fairies on the pitch out there so i was not uh i was not pleased with that um, as we used to be called in high school kai by the football we were boy by football players by the way no one no one realized this soccer players are boy by football players i didn't like that you anyway the usa men's friday. soccer team come to play friday let's go man i'm mad about that all right show yes. hoops thanks, thanks matt turn down your mic thanks buddy yeah my god okay. you're breaking uh, my eardrums <laughs> <laughs> uh creighton pressed me yesterday their defense is for real betting on saint john betting against saint john's is scary um they put up 10 points in a blink of an eye. And then Syracuse. If you were a Syracuse backer yesterday, T's and P's, that was a terrible beat. Little last second three for Richmond. Ah, that's gambling. Let's get into it. Let's start off with Maui. Creighton versus Arkansas. Man, marquee matchup here, baby. I love it. Matt, this one's flipped. Creighton started off as a dog. They are now a favorite. Their defense is awesome. Arkansas, top 10 team. What do you think? Um, I was against the Creighton money yesterday, and I'm tempted to be against the Creighton money again today. I just can't can't do it. I just don't really know enough about Arkansas. Like, obviously, they boat raced Louisville. Great, terrific. Here's a souvenir for you, I guess. Um, 
But yeah, with uh, Black or Smith, which one's not healthy? I was I, I get Smith. confused. Smith. I, I think they need him at full strength, 100% going in this game to feel good about my number, Kai, but he's not. So for that reason, I just didn't trust him. And uh, maybe this Creighton defense is as good as advertised. Certainly possible with Cal Cup front defending the rim. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with Creighton yesterday. They kind of ran away in the second half. Kai, you were talking about how much they were turning the ball over in the first half, and I don't think they had a turnover in the second half. I need yeah. to double-check that. But really took care of the ball against an awesome Texas Tech defense. Uh, I got in on Creighton as a dog here. I, I, I also think Arkansas is not really fully formed yet. It took them a while to get away from Louisville, who is mm-hmm. not good. Uh, they kind of just wore them down with depth and pressure, which was always the concern for Louisville. But I just, I'm not totally there on Arkansas yet. They're never really a finished product until that February run they go on every single season. I think Creighton's a little more ready right now, mm-hmm. despite being somewhat lower on them and coming into the into the preseason. But I'll point out, Kai, I had them ranked like 12th nationally. They're like 25th and 29th in Ken Palm and Bart Torvik. Like, so that's still higher than computers. I'm allowed to bet on them. Do yes. not, don't take that <laughs> privilege away from me. Uh, I, I like Creighton today. It flipped over to a fave. Still a little tentative with that, but uh, mm. still leaning Blue Jays. Yeah, market loves the Jays here. I think with good reason. You know, one of Arkansas's main weaknesses, guys, this year is outside shooting. They're 30% from three this season. They don't really look to shoot the three. They they want to get to the rim. Uh, Kalkbrenner, though, He's a one-man wrecking crew inside for Creighton. They can let Arkansas shoot threes, dare them to take jumpers. My one concern, Cockburner did go down with an ankle yesterday. He came back in. Is he full strength? Who knows? Arkansas does have some strength up front um, to make his life a little bit miserable if they so choose. Throwing some goons, Jim. They have such a deep front court there. Uh, but I do think the, the move to a favor for Creighton is probably correct. Uh, I do lean their way today. I, I was very impressed by them yesterday. Yeah, I, I think... Arkansas had like 18 dunks or layups against Louisville's yeah. sieve-like it's defense. Not happening. They're not doing Creighton. that against Creighton. Yeah. What not about Kalk's, Kalk's ankle? People in the chat mentioning of it. I, I know he did have two pretty bad-looking falls yeah. and big, just, big, big just tree fall that. hard. Yeah, okay. Just yes. that's how much we want to care about that. Uh, did you guys talk about that? I'm sorry, I missed it. Literally did. <laughs> yes. Got All it. right, next Got game. San Diego underscoring State. its importance. San Diego State versus Arizona is the next game. I'm surprised this one has been bet up more. Uh, my perception out there is that Arizona is the more uh, market darling over San Diego State, but the line stayed pretty close here, Jim. The total's out of this world. It's up in the mid-160s. Jim, you mentioned the Maui overs right now. In Arizona, they're playing the fastest tempo in the country. I guess there's good reason for this. Yeah, only 77 possessions yesterday. I would have thought for a game that was, what, 103 to 95 or whatever, you'd be 80-plus, but very efficient from both Cincinnati and Arizona yesterday. Um, This is kind of crazy to me that San Diego State is playing fast and, like, scoring 80, 88 yesterday against Ohio State, who's not, like, an abysmal defensive team. That's, That's the big indicator, Matt, for me with these Aztecs. Like, they have a different gear now. They can score in the in the paint. They've got shooters. They're very willing to explore the paint early in the shot clock. They're not just like, all right, we come down, we sit, we wait, we take a bad shot late with Matt Bradley, and then we get back on defense. Now they're like, okay, uh, Lamont Butler can slash into the lane early. Darian Trammell can get in the lane, kick out to a shooter, and you can take a three with 22 on the shot clock. That obviously is going to play into Arizona's hands with how much up, up and down they want to do. But I think these teams are pretty much equals, and that's where the line – has it right now um we'll see if arizona can overpower san diego state inside there's only one nathan mensa and there's 
Tubelis and Umar Ballo. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm staying away from this one. I think this is going to be an absolute joy to watch. Mm-hmm. Great game. Looking forward to it. Kind of with you, though. I stared at this line for like five minutes. I'm just like, man, I got to take Arizona, right? It's a pick them. Um, and San Diego State's awesome. I just, I think I have Arizona a little bit, a slight nudge above, and my gut's just telling me they win this game. Um, no other strong matchup reasoning behind it. Uh, I know the size up front is is uh, impressive for the Cats, but I mean, it's San Diego State's a bunch of men too. Like Jim, you mentioned how big Ladia is. He's like, he's an ox out there. He's an action there, so. figure. Yeah. Uh, he's just yeah. a space eater. <laughs> With these small MTE arenas, you just like, you can appreciate how big and how fast and how much space these dudes consume. Um, mm-hmm. And both these teams epitomize that. So Kai, fun game to watch, feed up, popcorn, et cetera. Yeah, I can't wait for this game. <clears throat> Guys, <clears throat> excuse me. Wow. Uh-oh. I had something in my throat. Dig. <clears throat> Dig. I was... Because I'm so choked up over this stat, I'm about to. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Let me riff for you, Kai. Yeah. Hey, big game coming up here. San Diego State, Arizona. All right, Kai, hit him with this stat. Arizona shooting right now, guys. Number one in the country in three point percentage, number one in two point percentage. Their effective field goal percentage is 71%. Yeah, it's wild. The next Um, highest is 60% in the country. Arizona cannot miss. Maybe that's not sustainable. I do lean. I do lean towards their way, even though I love San Diego State. They're more battle tested. Okay, excuse me. Good God. Next game, Cincinnati oh, versus Ohio State. One more thing yes. I should have mentioned. Uh, Ramey looked really good for Arizona. Seventeen points in his debut fits right into go. that team. So yep. worth worth noting. Yeah, should be tracked. I can't wait to watch this game. I, I just cannot wait. This game I might skip. I'll be honest. Cincinnati versus Ohio State. Um, no offense, I guess, Jim, to either team, actually. I don't know why I said that. The next game I'll skip because I don't like Louisville. Yeah. But yeah, Ohio that. State couldn't stop San Diego State yesterday. They shot poorly. Cincinnati put up 1.2 points per possession and still lost by eight. <laughs> Excuse me. Who do you like in this game? I was really I impressed by Oh, Jim, sorry, you're up. Not me. Who did, who, did, who did he ask? Who'd you ask, Kai? I did ask Jim. Jim, okay. go. Okay, all right. And Matt's, Matt doesn't listen to us, so he just kind of hopes it's his turn. <laughs> I'll talk when I want to talk. When I need to be heard, right. I'll be heard, maybe. All right, fair enough. Uh, I was really impressed with both of these teams yesterday. I know neither one won, but I'm really high on Arizona and San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati didn't go away in a game they absolutely could have. Uh, Mika Adams-Woods was really good. Landers Nolly was fantastic. In his second tournament at the Lahaina Civic Center, he uh he did his second 94 feet with Jay Billis on the beach. I don't know if you guys saw that. He, he did one back with Virginia Tech in 19. Um, but Ohio State, I thought, was pretty darn solid, too. Their issues is they can't shoot outside of McNeil. 4 of 15 from deep of guys not named McNeil. I think that's going to be an issue for them all season long. Man, I'm kind of leaning Cincinnati here. Uh, I, I just think they're going to be feisty as an underdog. Look what they did in the final two minutes yesterday. Sorry, Arizona backers. Uh, but yeah. I, I kind of like this, this Bearcats team. I think they're coming along well. And my guy the Loch Ness monster with 17 points yesterday. Mm. Yeah. I don't think he'll have the as favorable of a matchup today uh, against Ohio state's front line, but I still like Cincinnati um, more favorable but, than against the Arizona front line. Ooh. I think Ohio state's front line is a little thicker, a little more beef then, to him. Have a little you more, seen Umar, Umar Ballo? Yeah. Big dude. A, but have you seen Zed key? Zed key's a roundhouse. Man. Whatever. The point being, I, I don't think Lockin will have as big of a game. I'm looking more at the Cincinnati wings. Um, I kind of thought the Cincy team would miss John Newman. And I think defensively, to some degree, they have. But I think they have more offensive firepower without him. Um, just kind of a random personnel note I've been trying to track with this team. I don't know. The line seems about right, Kai. Minus three and a half, minus four. Seems like a coin flip type game. Um, mm-hmm. I'll watch as a uninvested spectator. I thought the line was right, too. Kind of a toss of a three and four. It's a high-scoring affair. Both offenses are hot. I mentioned Sensi scoring, but they had 17 threes yesterday. 
That's another uh, feather in Louisville in uh, Arizona's cap, by the way. You allow 17 threes and you still win pretty easily. That was incredible. And neither defense has really been playing that well either. So I lean towards the over, and that's a trope, and it's bet up because it's Maui, but still lean that way. Texas Tech versus Louisville before we hit the first chat mob, which, by the way, Matt, we should start off with the Eastern Michigan game because it tips yep. at 1130. Yes, we should. Texas Tech, Louisville, here's the deal. I faded Louisville again, but I got 10.5, Matt, and it's now like 13.5. That's getting a little bit high. What do you think? Uh, nothing profound here. I, I do think it's – I've just kind of lost sense of the market in Louisville, like – I missed the auto fit opportunity. Maybe I didn't. Seems like I did. Certainly not trying to catch the falling knife as we uh, as we described. So I don't. Jim, hard to stay away from me. Sorry, nothing profound on a lot of these Maui games. Oh, I'm I'm with Kai. I think it. Yeah, it's Texas Tech or nothing. And or I nothing. also got a a better number. I wouldn't really be amped about thirteen and a half. But Kai, I've said this a couple times about Louisville this year, but I really really mean it today. How the hell do they score? How does this team score against Texas Tech's defense? (laughs) Like that no middle, take away the paint. L. Ellis is the only guy that can really get in there. Like this is going to be messy for them. Um, I I don't know if Texas Tech scores enough to cover. That's my one question. So I kind of backed into Louisville team total under as possibly a solid play here, uh, especially given where the line has inflated to. Yeah, exactly. I'm a little bit worried about Texas Tech scoring enough. It will be a fairly low possession game. I did say Louisville would have 25 turnovers yesterday. They only had 22. So good luck. Good, good job by Louisville there. Congratulations. Have you, have gonna, you seen their assist to turnover ratio this year? Is it bad? 31 assists, 74 turnovers as a team. Yeah, that's what happens when you have one guard uh, who has to score. L. Ellis, to his credit, he has to score. He can't pass. He has to. Um, I, feel bad I, for Ellis. I, I think I Texas Tech's going to dominate him. So, oh, also, by the way, Mark Adams versus Kenny Payne. First round knockout. Um, so I think Texas Tech covers this game. 13 and a half, a little scary, but liked it the lower number. Chat mob part one, Matt. And like I said, EMU, Purdue, Fort Wayne should lead us off. We actually had two questions about live bets. You guys want them? Do you care? Sure. Try us. Matty B. Jim had Grand Canyon minus two and a half. They're up big early on the young Purple Panthers. He thinks, wants to know, should he hedge the live no. Purple Panthers? But a little barrage. No, I don't think Purple Panthers are going to storm back and cover. I don't think so. I think they're going to roll over. Uh, Sam Houston, minus 11. It's NIU. That game just tipped. It's 10-4. Sam Houston, Kai, do you have a take on a live betting opportunity here? I got the under under full game. There's a little bit too much scoring for my take. Yeah, slow down points less. That's supposed to be my uh, best bet, so I'm going to have to scramble and come up with a secondary best bet here. Uh Uh-oh, Jim forgot. I I forgot that tip early, too. We could have moved the old goalpost there. That's fine. People would call us out for it. Didn't check tip time, so yeah, uh, I'll I'll be responsible and come up with a different one. Hey, quick, other real real quick note. 28, guess where the the, the final four is? Just announced today. 28. Vegas. Vegas, Vegas good. baby. It's this is good news. The rotation. Now it's 2028, man. I'll mark my calendar now. Boy, um, be pretty old by then. Kai, as you mentioned, let's hit the uh, Fort Wayne Eastern Michigan game. Tips at 11:30 Central. I like yes. the fighting Imani Bates. Bates's your thoughts? Yep, yep I do too. Um, high possession game, a little scary, but they have the best two players on the floor, Bates and Farrakhan. So uh, I'm hoping that helps. And I don't know if they should be a dog in this game. They probably should, but I think they're a little underrated still. I like they money should, line actually should, in high possession game. They should be like motivated in an MT. Motivated. Like, that's yeah. always kind of my worry with them. I like that. Yeah, I'm on. Uh, I'm on the Eagles, so I think we're in agreement there. Um, Harry R. Man, sorry about your Temple Owls. He's asking, is Aaron McKee not the guy? And then walk a dog with the follow up question. Hey, Temple over Richmond today? 
So um, I lean Temple didn't take it. This is on really the sick of that team. It's on the rundown. Yes. So we'll not we'll, we'll we'll hold for this. We'll come back to it. Just want to present the context up front, of course. Uh, LED asked about Chicago State Marshall first half. Always making fun of me because I lost that yeah. one yesterday. No, so. and and it was just repeatedly asked in the chat yesterday. I think he's making a reference to our. Oh, that was that was Ebe's. Uh, okay, yeah. 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 Was that a loser for? Yeah, loser. Sorry, that's on me. Hand up. Um, Chris T asked me about Penn minus six tonight. Jordan Dingle is back, correct? I know he's kind of a game time. He's, he's always a game time decision. He's available. You just never available. know with Jordan Dingle. So yes. Um, I don't know if I love Penn laying six. I just feel like the 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 red and blue treat the non con like a petri dish. I don't yeah. like to back I, him. I just don't I took him, him at a better number. I I wouldn't recommend six. I don't know. Hi, the Grant Gibbs fan club. I'm a member of that fan club. Wow. Uh, team long, long sleeve t-shirt, by the way, stand up. Mm-hmm. As you can see in my background right here, that's me just crushing the press break against Kirkwood in 2008. Kai, I love me some <laughs> Southern Miss Eagles though. And I know you're starting to join the bandwagon today. So tell Mr. Grant Gibbs and his fan club why he's wrong. Yeah, I like Southern Miss. Um, they are minus one now, but it's deserved. Winthrop, you, you have to figure out if Corey Hightower is in, if you want to bet them. Yep, good he point. was unexpectedly out of the lineup last game. Uh, he's one of their, he is their best player. He's one of the best players in the big South. So key for them. I like Southern Miss here. Uh, Jim, Wichita, San Francisco, the Dons. This will be playing Wichita's backyard effectively. Uh, T-Mobile KC, a little bit of home court, maybe, maybe not. What do you think on this game? Close to a pick, I believe is where it's sitting right now. Yeah. Wichita pulled out the ugly, disgusting slog with Grand Canyon yesterday. I think San Francisco has got a little more pop, a little more juice to him offensively. I think they kind of do what they did yesterday. Uh, with Northern Iowa, and they they win that one. It's basically a pick 'em. So I, I would lean towards the Dons. Hi, Tata, asking about Southern Indiana against the Bonnies. Wants to go big on SIU. I agree. The number is too short, though. I thought it was too yeah. short. I was hoping to catch like ten. And they hung seven. I think the market, the the odds makers, whatever the Ken Palm, the they know SIU is pretty good. It's a little short. And this is the first time it's USI, by the way. USI, and they, sorry, and, not SI. And they know USI, or excuse me, USI is making their first ever trip up to up to Olean. That's not an easy travel, um, so I, I, I'm not going to play it. Yeah, ask Lou how that went. You might have the bus driver drive off on you, and we'll leave you in the middle of the night. Um, Jim, Maddie B, Wright State Riverside, eh, toss up for me. Thoughts? Yeah, I made this exactly pick them. Uh, Basically, as pick them. Riverside was really good yesterday, and they're starting to get a little benefit from shooting splits. They were like 350th in their own three-point percentage and 344th in defensive three-point percentage. That's starting to even, and I think that really helps them. Uh, But Wright State's pretty solid, and Trey Calvin was healthy yesterday, so uh, I'm staying away. Uh, Two more here. Kai, Matty Akers, Mount St. Mary's Pacific. I think it was actually a main board game. Sort of a weird spot here. Mount St. Mary's in like a West Coast tour right now in their non-con. I love Pacific, but the number felt too high. Yeah, I liked the over in this game. That was the way I was leaning. Mount St. Mary's um, has been playing a lot faster, and Pacific is scoring really well. So, like the over. Jim, last one. Connor, UAB, Georgia. Andy Kennedy versus Mike White. Some injury concerns here for Georgia. Um, I stayed away. Yeah, Okendo played yesterday, so he's seems like he's good to go. I think Jackson Etter is the one that missed for Georgia. They kind of always have one guy in and out. I thought this was a little high because I think Georgia isn't wholly incompetent, but I agree. Yeah, you and UAB barely did not cover uh, yesterday against South Florida. Winner for me, yay! Uh, somehow managed to win a, U- a USF against UAB game, but I would probably stay away. Even though I made this lower, I'm just like I, I, I could see UAB going turbo here. Yeah, it's up to nine. It does feel high on neutral court against Georgia. Um, and Mike White teams for, you know, we've 
sort of given him some slack high on this program, but his team's due to defend. I think that's a little bit high. Uh, a few more coming in here. I'll Holstrom for round two. Back to outline. Back to the outline we go to the Empire Classic, where two New York schools square off for bragging rights in the Empire State. St. John's, Syracuse. Yeah. Jim, I still think the Johnnies are overrated, okay? I'm just going to say that. But they looked better than Syracuse last night. And like I said earlier, it is scary how quickly they can make runs and score. Blink of an eye, the game is like eight-point swing. What do you think of this? Yeah, it makes me really nervous that Syracuse's best ball handler is a freshman combo guard. Mm. And that against the pressure that Illinois, or excuse me, Illinois, I'm thinking Corbello, uh, that St. John's can throw at you, that's a problem. Uh, I, I have a little bit of fear for that. The zone was pretty solid and maybe not against Richmond. Um, I think this is a good team to zone though. St. John's cannot shoot like no perimeter shooting. I think the matchup on that end is actually pretty decent for Syracuse. They just can't turn it over a lot and give them a bunch of free baskets in transition. I lean Syracuse here. I made it closer to a pick, uh, but definitely a little nervous about the ball handling foibles, Matthew. Yeah, I, same points. I took Syracuse. I think it's a little too high. I'm with Kai. I don't fully buy into the Johnnies. I think their talent's great. I think they're um, they're deep, but I don't know if in a matchup that's going to make them make jump shots, uh, unless they grab like 20 offensive rebounds, I think they're going to have a tough time scoring. Um, just take care of the ball, Syracuse, as a plus three ticket holder. Just don't toss the ball in the stands like every team that does. But it, the Johnnies' pressure might just be that good. I think that's the point we might be underselling after this game, Kai. It is really good. It, uh, Posh and Curbelo are so freaking quick. It, it, yeah, they're, they're, they're so lightning fast. fast. Uh, and, and Syracuse, while their turnover rate is good this year, they haven't really been tested against a team that forces your, uh, you to turn the ball yeah, over. Colgate, who else they, they played, right? They might get <laughs> exposed, and St. John's is going to crush them on the glass. Crush them. Just look at that Richmond possession in the last game against Syracuse. Uh, five or six offensive rebounds for the Spiders on their last possession. Johnny's are a really good offensive rebounding team. I'm scared about that. I agree that the, the poor shooting will be, a, will be uh, helpful for Syracuse, uh, but that glass is scary, and I'm not sure Syracuse can uh, defend them in transition either. So my number also leans Syracuse, Matt, but my heart says St. John's, so I'm staying away. Temple, Richmond. Matt, I lean Temple here once again, but I tell you what, Richmond's been tough. They beat Northern Iowa, then two-point loss to Charleston, three points to Wichita, three points to Syracuse. That's yep. not that bad of a performance for a two team that I thought would take a while. Right, yep. two which and OT. So um, I'm with you. So I guess I'm fading or I'm backing Syracuse team off OT today, but I am fading Richmond with Temple, uh, who was in the other end of that overtime. Seems like that could be a little bonus point of value, a little extra fatigue. I, I still think Temple's good. I just don't know if they execute. Well, actually, I'm sorry. I know they don't execute late, <laughs> but I know they defend. And I think against a Richmond team that is Kai, what's the Matt Gray status? Sorry, I, what did you mention that? Is he uh, is he back? I actually didn't. I don't think he played. Um, I he think yeah, he was out again. Me. I think he's out. I, I'm with you. I do think he matters quite a bit, even though they have Quinn there. So uh, I'm going to assume he's out. Chat mob, correct me if I'm wrong. And I feel good about my Temple bet, Jimmy. I kind of like Richmond here. I think that's a tough Boo. offense to prepare for and back to back. And Temple's strength is their defense. I also think that team is really prone to emotional and focus swings and coming off a a loss that they probably should have won winning with a minute left and completely collapsing. I think there's a hangover effect for temple today. Uh, I know they're the oscillating owls and this is technically the up game, but I kind of thought yesterday was the up game and this will be more of the down. Uh, So Eileen, Eileen Richmond, they're more consistent. Nelson's really impressive uh, as, as point guard. He was awesome yesterday. 
Uh, so sorry, Matt. I, I hate to go against you there. It's okay. I'll forgive you. Hey, Temple's more talented, but they have that erratic factor that makes him a scary bet. Multiple times, Harry, back me up. I saw guys not run the baseline after St. John scored. Just just staying in one spot and turning the ball over, throwing the ball in bounds. That's not smart basketball. That's probably coaching. They make a lot of poor decisions. Even though Bala, uh, Battle and Dunn are awesome, I'm just a little bit concerned about this one. Richmond, by the way, threw out a one-three-one full court trap press against Syracuse. Ooh. It gave them some issues. I would not oh. be surprised if Temple throws the ball away a few times against Richmond. I was wasn't Bodwell for Syracuse against St. John's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. I, it was it was different. I was like, huh, Chris Mooney, nice job. Maybe he does that all the time. And I just haven't watched enough spiders. Either way, I was impressed. LSU Akron, next game here. Jim, I'm not totally convinced on LSU quite yet. And this is their by far toughest challenge against an Akron team that just smoked Western Kentucky. What do you think? Yeah, I'm really impressed by Akron yesterday. I mean, we know Western Kentucky is worse as a favorite, but that much worse? That was that was really bad. Um, impressed by Akron not really showing a ton of downside after losing Ali Ali to the portal. John Gross does a really good job there. He's got the inside-out combo with Castaneda and Enrique Freeman. I would lean towards Akron here. Um, I'm sure Matt is going to harp on his lack of faith in Mr. McMahon, especially as a favorite here. Um, I, I lean towards the Zips. I think they're going to be really feisty. Uh, I lean Zips as well. Um, I, I the numbers I think about accurate. I didn't have like a crazy misprice with this one, but I uh, I think an early game tend to lean dogs in those, and I think Akron's a team that can muck it up a little better than LSU can. And Kai, you're right. I was against LSU yesterday. Um, they did dominate Indiana ISU Red, as Jordan Jeske calls them, but uh, I put that more as a indictment on the Oregon Progress Cardinals than I do on LSU looking good. So Redbirds, Redbirds. Sorry, thank you. Which are Cardinals, I suppose. Which are yeah. Uh, Matt, yes, muck it up indeed. That's what I wrote down for Akron. They play one of the slowest tempos in the country. John Gross, fantastic coach. We saw what they could do in the tournament just last year. They also have some solid ball handlers. And like Jim said, an answer inside for K.J. Williams with Enrique Freeman, who really is a legit rim protector. Also, shooting regression has to happen here. Akron is shooting 30% from three. LSU is allowing 23%. LSU is shooting 37%. Akron is allowing 35 So a couple numbers both ways that could swing against each other. I lean the zips as well here as a dog. Lastly, Vermont at Yale, a terrific mid-major game, Matthew. Vermont's one and four, but they've played some tough competition and Yale has been solid, of course, because Jones is a clipboard master, despite the late departure of Cotton, who was supposed to be arguably their best player this season. Yeah, I mean, Jeff Jones is just a great coach. Sorry, James Jones, excuse me. James Jones is a phenomenal coach. Um, are we, do we care that they come back from the island? I know it's been like over a week. Like, yeah, I know it's kind over of a week. Angle. I'm kind of brushing it. You're off. fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, and this is at the Baja Mar Hoops Classic in Nassau. Fun little venue there. I, Kai, all that nonsense aside, I do lean Yale. Um, I had Vermont pretty big against Iona, and I don't really know why I did. I think you're against me and had the winner there. So I, I'm going with Yale here. Nassau, he says. Nassau. Um, Nassau. I like Vermont. Uh, the, the market likes them too. They flip from a dog to a favorite here. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I think Vermont should be favored. Yale is super well coached, like I said, but the personnel isn't that great. They've got some solid yep. front court pieces. Matt Noling is a really nice playmaker, but they haven't gotten the backcourt breakouts that I think they really need. Vermont has better guard play, and I think this is more them playing their level. Uh, that they are relatively even with Yale, but I think this one sets up nicely for Vermont. I would be a, a catamount here. 
Yep, I agree with the move. I think Vermont wins this one. They're way more talented. Um, but don't count Yale out, Matt. As always, they take away the three pretty well, and they're just a really well-coached team. So I can't be extremely confident with that, but I do lean towards the Catamounts. Chat mob round two, Matt. Hit us before we hit best bets, which I don't think we've revealed any of them, which is nice. A little surprising. Mm, show other than my already started Sam Houston under. Yes. So it's not going to count for the official record. Don't no, worry. it will not. <laughs> well, if it if it looks good, we'll count it. If not, that's we true. Don't count yeah. it. Um, it's bad. Yeah, no way. Taylor Bergfield Kai asking about Northern Kentucky in a bounce back spot got run out of the gym by Florida Gulf Coast in their backyard yesterday. They're playing UT Arlington today. I don't have a strong take on this game. Do you? Number feels a little bit high, uh, but UT Arlington cannot bet up to minus eight now. Northern Kentucky minus eight. Yeah, I do. Yeah, whatever. Seven, eight. I think it's too high. Arlington has a bottom five offense in the country right now. So it's kind of scary to back either team, I think. Yeah. Is that team cracking a zone? I kind of doubt it. No. Yeah. Probably right. Not. That's a right. I don't, their offense is very herky jerky. Um, Daniel talked about Akron. Sorry, we're skipping that. Ed asking about Ryder Rutgers. I thought this line was a little bit big, Jim, with the Rutgers injuries, um, but I didn't take it. I don't know why. Tell me why I'm smart for not backing Ryder. Uh, or tell well, me to back it, Ryder. It depends on McConnell and Mulcahy. If yep. they both play, I think Rutgers probably smashes them. If they're both out, I think Ryder hangs around. Mulcahy, especially when he's missed time, even like games that he didn't miss fully, like the UMass Lowell game, he was out late. He just matters so much in terms of shot creation and making the offense flow, kind of coordinating everything. Keep an eye on their status. I, I would support Ryder if they're out. Yep. I'm waiting on the met- lineups. Yeah, that'll be fun. And it's always a fun part of this job. Kai, Matt B, Liberty plus three against Northwestern. That'll be a Skip best it. bet, I believe. Yep, Skip we'll holster it. that one. You can discern where we're going to fall there. Nick asked about Oral Roberts, Utah State. Jim, to you, Utah State at home. I would not fade that. That sounds like no fun for anyone, even with Oral Roberts and the offensive firepower that they have. Yeah, Renzo Bros asked about the under here as, as the undertaker is like, I am not brave enough to take an under with these two offenses versus these two defenses. <laughs> this could be uh, light up the scoreboard type of game, which certainly kind of plays more towards Utah State, I think. Um, yeah, I, this it, it's scary. Uh, I, I'm not touching that one. Uh, Matt, this was actually almost my best bet. Matty Akers, Nevada versus Kansas State. You know, I'm going to fade K-State again. Rob Dowser is going to make fun of me, but I'm going to fade him again. I got Nevada plus five. I don't know. Matt, I mean, Kansas State's are better than I thought. What? Do you know what Nevada's ATS record is? I think it's perfect this year. I've been smart it's to perfect. back. It is 100%. Hot take. Uh, loss of their point guard. Uh, McIntosh has been a blessing in disguise because they're playing Blackshear point guard, and they're long oh. and awesome on D, and they're actually guarding people. And Alford talks about how the team actually likes each other this year. So I like the pack here. Um, K State was tied. K State was tied with Cal with three minutes to play. Remember that, folks. Yeah, their schedule's been bad. Come on, I'm not sold on K State yet. Uh, <laughs> Walkie Dog, Abilene Christian, Kyle, little head to head. Me and you here. Yeah, is minus seven too much for Beaver State? Me says absolutely. Walkie Dog, trust your gut and back the Fighting Wildcats. Kai thinks I'm wrong. I'm back. Two, I'm the other, battle the I'm Wildcats. Back the other Wildcats. Yeah, Purple Wildcats versus Purple Wildcats. Uh, I think Weaver's terrible. <laughs> they, Randy Ray's not there anymore. They have some talent, but they've been bad. They haven't been close to anybody. Riverside was up like 30 on them yesterday. Yeah, they were. They're I, up big. Yeah. I'm not a Weaver fan, although Abilene has not been great either so far. So I'd probably stay away, to be honest. These guys don't know this, but I, I took Weaver. So 
it's that a boy Jimmy. Little yeah. boy Jimmy. <laughs> I mean, I Kai, I think your gut has a lot of merit to it. I just don't think Edwin's got the same juju without those guards. They lost all those guards in the summer. Um, Speaking of three point splits, Weber three hundred forty fourth in offensive three point percentage, three forty third in defensive. Well, there Give you go. Progression. Progression. Please, please. Two first one on Weber there. I would take Weber. <laughs> all right, Kai's sandwiched in the middle. Uh, not fun. Extra board real quick. Arizona State Grambling from Renzo Bros. Jimmy. Ah, the Pac-12 SWAT connection has not been good to the Pac-12. Yeah, no, especially to Arizona State. They lost on the road uh, at, at Texas Southern. I like Grambling here. I don't love this particular version of ASU as big favorite. And Grambling's been really feisty and they're talented with St. Louis native Cartier Gordon locking down the paint. I, I like I like the road squad there. I'm glad he finally found a home and is uh, producing because he's a monster talent. Um, Kai, North Alabama versus Hampton, your Pirates. It was a Pirates life for you yesterday. It was, it was. a profitable life. Are you going back to the well today? Absolutely not. Nope. I, I was shocked <laughs> they covered that game. They were down by 20 in the first half. And I thought, well, that's a bad bet. Um, no, I got no take in this game, Matt. I don't. Uh, we talked Penn Lafayette. Man, Lafayette's been just better than I give him credit for. Uh, anything at the horn here? Let's see Notre Dame. Who are they playing again? Uh, they play your boys, Bowling Green. Green. That's right. Bowling Green should have covered at St. Bonnie's. Terrible three-point shooting splits there. Um, Notre Dame has not been good as a large favorite all year. They have not covered yeah. any of these games. I, I don't see why they blow out Bowling Green, who actually has some talent this year. I take Bowling Green. I hopped in on Bowling Green. It's 16. It got some. Uh, it got bet back up. Yeah, okay, ooh, maybe I'll hop in now. I, I like that. Dip my toe in with you there, Kai. Mm, uh, that's all I have on mob questions, guys. Um, oh, sorry, cut two more here. Auburn Bradley, Jim, you, Patty Taylor, Auburn Bradley, Bradley with some serious roster concerns. Um, yeah, Henry's Rick not Mass playing. If other, J- right, Jay Sean Henry didn't even travel because of concussion issues, and they missed two other starters last game. Hickman Montgomery, Montgomery, yeah. yeah, yeah. One of them might be back, but. Then also, this is Auburn away from home for the first time, and I think that's where they're going to thrive. So this, there's too many variables with this one for me. Uh, update. Toledo has taken the lead. Here come the Rockets. Come on. Close. Um, hi to you. Coppin State, Towson. Little D.C. DMV area showdown here. Number fell big to me. Did it not? Towson laying like 15 or something. What is it now? Are they Baltimore? Both, yeah, both. Baltimore, D.C. area, both in that little yeah. nook. Yeah, 15 and a half, Towson landing at home against yeah, the Fighting Yeah, I guess it's a little high, but I don't want to fade Towson. They could blow him out. I don't yeah, know. Jason Gibson, un, unsure what his status is. It was like a back thing that flared up on him before mm-hmm. the game, so we don't know if he's going to be playing. He's really important for Towson, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get one more here. Ray Jr. asking about UMKC versus Indiana State. U- UMKC beating Toledo was just the most head-scratching result of the entire season to date. Indiana State is awesome. I would just back Indiana State. I don't really want to overanalyze this. Um, it's been bet up a lot, so value's not so maybe half unit at the current price. Best bet reveal. Who's first? Jim. Me, me, Jim, me, me, me. take it away. Uh, yeah, it was supposed to be Sam Houston State, Northern Illinois, under. I did not look at the start time, so that's on me. Uh, but I'm also staying with an under, and it's going to be Marist and Maryland Eastern Shore. Two very ugly offensive squads here. Definitely better on the defensive end. Uh, it was 130. It was the last I saw on our sponsor, Bet Rivers. I think this one's slow, inefficient, kind of the same typical combo I like with these low total, bad team unders. Uh, I think that one is, is uh, a winner as well. Love it. My turn. Liberty plus three is my best bet against Northwestern. Matt, Chris Collins is a favorite against a really good coach. <laughs> Sign me up. Liberty is always tough. They have the best player on the floor, Darius McGee. My one concern, though, is shooting. Northwestern can shoot. Liberty packs it in. However, 
they've had some extreme poor luck from three this year. Teams are shooting 42% against them from downtown. That's one of the worst in the country. Let's hope that regresses. Go Liberty. Go Richie McKay. Outcoach Chris Collins. Matthew. Yeah, I'm with you on that one, Kai. I'm going with Sac State in the Causeway Classic. Shout out to those who live in that area of the country. A little NorCal showdown between UC Davis and Sacramento State. I'm taking the Brian Patricks, catching the points. Uh, big Cal McCray up front. He is a laboring force, seven foot four, and I don't know how much he weighs, but he's a big, big boy. Like seven they play a, oh, seven four. He's like a, okay. He looks like he's seven. They played an exhibition and he looked like he was eight foot four. Big boy. Um, I think they should win this game. So I'm catching four points in a game that doesn't have a lot wow. of home. I know it's a big rivalry game. Yeah, I think they're the better team. So I'm taking the Hornets here. Huh. I'm with you. I'm I'm aligned with both of your best. I, bets, I like so. the Hornets too. I've been on the Hornets every game. I'm disappointed I didn't take them today. I still might. We'll see. Uh, anyways, time. hey, before you leave, guys, please hit the like button. That'd be fantastic. We are back tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central once again due to the feast week uh, early tips. We are coming to you earlier. Bet Rivers. Four-leg parlay, 20% profit boost is still going on, so check that out in their app. Thanks to Field 68. We will see you guys tomorrow at 11 a.m. Central. Good luck on your bets.